Welcome to 24 Cares. I'm Devin Owens-Toller, Leader of Operations and Analytics. And I'm Annalise Alamo, Culture Transformation Leader. We're with Cares by KJE. We are a tech-enabled strategy and leadership development firm specializing in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Today, we are here with Mickey Woodard with the Texas Women's Foundation. Welcome, Mickey. Thank Welcome, you. Mickey. Thank you for having me. Yes. So happy to have you. Yes, excited to be talking all things um, women and girls, equity, inequities, um, and just our trajectory through the workplace and, and life in general, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first, we want to congratulate you on your appointment in early this year, January. Um, you were elected as president and CEO mm -hmm. of the Texas Women's Foundation. So the Texas Women's Foundation plays a major role in many facets of equality for women and girls including positive economic and social change, uh, innovative solutions, programming, and advocacy. So what are you most proud of so far as Advocator-in-Chief? I like that title. <laughs> <laughs> I might change my business cards. It's a hard question to answer because even in the short amount of time, 10 months, there's so many things that I'm proud of. But I think the first thing that I would talk about is just the opportunity. Mm. 37 year history of this organization and I'm the first woman of color to be at the helm. And oh, that's, that's significant, um, not just for me, but for the women that we serve yeah. um, and for the women that come up to me and look like me. So yes. first, I'm just proud to sit in the seat and to have an opportunity to kind of guide the direction and work with the team that we have. So that's one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also proud of our team and the, the vision that we have for the work going forward. You named a lot of things yeah. that we do. Um, but a lot of that now, I want to turn to actual results for the women in this state and look at how do we create real policy to really inspire change. Yeah, that's good. What are some, some of the policies that you are kind of itching to implement? Good question. <laughs> the first thing that we had to do was we are really known for our research and our data. Mm. We want to make sure that every decision that we make is metric driven and that we really know what the different women in the state are facing. Yeah. So we've got all of that and we just did our research launch for 2022 a few weeks ago over at Texas Women's University. But to mm -hmm. your point, we've got all this information, we can't talk to ourselves. So mm -hmm. the first thing that I did was hire a director of advocacy and policy so that they can go to the legislature. So they nice. can say, here's what we know. Here are the blocks for women in the state and here are some solutions for you all to consider. There's a, there's a myriad of them, but first it is creating the path to the conversation. Yeah, that's so good. Well, I'm like starstruck right now, Mickey. Um, just, you know, I think a lot of our, our viewers and listeners will really, you know, be able to relate um, to, you know, your journey as we talk about that mm -hmm. um, and be inspired by that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had the pleasure of working with Mickey for a little bit uh, in, our path, uh, in our past, and um, I, I know the work that you're doing and, and how you've evolved um, in, in your space and your career has been very inspiring. So I know that our listeners uh, will also kind of get those golden nuggets from mm -hmm. you through, through the session. So, um, but we'll talk about careers, right? Because that's, you know, a lot of things that we focus on in the workspace mm -hmm. is, you know, how do I grow? How do I add? advocate for myself, right? And as a leader of the uh, one of the largest women's funds in the world, what do you see is the biggest challenge um, that women face in navigating their careers, um, especially in also handling the socioeconomic challenges of today's society? Support and access. I think it's really, really simple. Sometimes we overcomplicate that. Mm. But as women in the workforce, we're often navigating family. And that can be children, it can be parents. It can be both. Yeah. And that... Um, that weight shouldn't just be on one person. Mm -hmm. 
that is sometimes overwhelming and too much to bear. And so if that is what you were confronting and if you need those solutions to be able to progress in your career, then you've got to look at what does paid time off look like? What does mental health support look like? What does counseling and mentorship look like? Mm -hmm. What does insurance and benefits look like? And so how are we comprehensively looking at women in different stages of life? Yes. And then really thinking through what is the barrier at each one of those stages. Mm. Sometimes it's mentorship, sometimes it's benefits, sometimes it's time off, sometimes it's a new child, sometimes it's an aging parent. It will vary. But for a woman to move forward, we've got to be really thoughtful about every single phase of that. Yeah, it's really being intentional about and and forward thinking about all of the, the stages and phases of life that we go through, we'll go through, we'll experience Mm -hmm. and kind of preparing for that. Mm -hmm. You know, we know it's going to happen, but what are the resources that we're putting in place to support women through that? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So there is a path through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a a good point you made about the different stages, right? Because I remember coming out of college, I'm like, ready to rule the world, right? (laughs) I'm going to be CEO in 10 years uh, of whatever firm that I, I end up working with. But then life happens, right? You get married, you have children, Mm -hmm. and you have to sometimes put a pause a little bit of how aggressively you Mm -hmm. wanted to pursue your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I did just that, right? Mm -hmm. I had to take roles that, you know, didn't travel Mm because I didn't want to miss out. Um, But maybe if I'd taken those roles sooner, I would have advanced sooner Mm -hmm. and those types of things that we really have to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I don't have any regrets, right? Like looking back at that, but I think you make a point about the intentionality of, for women, um, going through the different stages of life, having to consider um, all those different factors. Um, And I also think once you consider, you know, and you've lived it, then how are you thinking about your kids? Right? And how your sons and your daughters Mm -hmm. will have a different opportunity to navigate differently because you know what was there for you and what wasn't. Mm. And how do we all work together to advocate for a better world for them? Yes, absolutely. And then, you know, the the, the factor of that that mom, like once you become a working mom, right? That's a different stage um, that you have to consider too and and how to balance. Like Mm -hmm. work-life balance comes up a lot now um, in this world of, you know, just looking for jobs and what's important to people and things like that. And I hear that more and more Mm -hmm. about the, you know, especially I think the pandemic also created to the working remotely and the work-life balance. And I know those are are near and dear to a lot of working moms Mm -hmm. um, and, and giving that flexibility and all yeah. those things, right? And still being able to do your job on top yeah. of balancing, shuffling the kids around and things like that. So, you know, I'm focusing on mothers just because I can relate to that, but I'm sure there's other stages too mm-hmm. uh, within that cycle mm-hmm. to really, you know, be intentional about um, when encouraging, you talk about benefits and, mm-hmm. and other things like that. That's truly important. Yeah. And I think flexibility is too. You mentioned that because balance is dynamic. Mm. I'm a, I'm a Libra, so I was always like, oh, the, sca- <laughs> the scales, and I'm trying to get to this perfect place, right, where everything's in balance. And I was like, oh, balance is dynamic. I might have it one day, and I might not have it the next. Yes. And so being really clear about that expectation for yourself and in your workplace mm-hmm. is important. Yeah, and I think balance means different things to different people, yeah. right? We say that all the time, like, well, what, is, what do you mean by work-life yeah. balance? Does it mean like nine to five, and after five, you're not working anymore? Yeah. Or is it I can do stuff as long as I get my job done, and it's flexible in my schedule? So I think that has 
evolved as well in definition. Mm -hmm. And one of the th first things I did when I started in this role was ask people to define flexibility. Mm. Coming out of COVID, everybody was using the word, well, what does it mean to you? Does it mean you want two days or three days? You want no days or you want all days? Yeah. Flexibility means something different to every single person. And so for me to bring everybody back into an office space, I needed to understand what it meant to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What efforts are you focused in um, your role right now to bring awareness to the challenges that women face? We were talking about some of that already, um, navigating their careers and having a voice, especially in like leadership type of roles. Absolutely. So we have two different organizations at the Texas Women's Foundation. We have our ELC, which is our Executive Leadership Council, Economic Leadership Council. I said that wrong. Economic Leadership Council. And we have WLI, which is our Women's Leadership Institute and the people that have gone through that program. And so we also have kind of a, a cohort that has gone through. And so both of those are focused on leadership development. Mm -hmm. With our Women's Leadership Institute, it's a nine month program. It's an actual training course for women to come together that are usually mid-level in their career and have been mentored or have a mentor that is sponsoring them mm -hmm. through this experience so that when they're done with this training program, they have someone there to advocate for them to be promoted to that next level of leadership. So we've got that group. And then we've got the alumna from that group that come together as a cohort to say, we've been through this, we've now been promoted. And so how do we support each other continuously? Yeah. And then we have our Economic Leadership Council, ELC, which is over 50 women around the DFW area and some beyond in other parts of Texas that are C-suite, mm. that are partners, that are leading their organizations, that are able to help us look back and say, okay, how, what were those barriers? Yes. How can you change that in your firm? What are the ideas that have worked for you and what hasn't? How do we think about this course that we're offering and other solutions that we might bring together as a group? So we've got both of those pieces to really think very specifically about that work. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. What are you seeing, um, you know, the participants of the programs when they enter uh, into the program? Mm -hmm. What's the biggest change you're seeing great after? Yeah. So we do all kinds of surveys, right, coming out of that. And we've now got a few hundred women that have gone through wow. that. We're in our eighth cohort. It just started in September. Um, and what we see is people that come in not knowing what the experience is going to be, right? For them, what are they going to learn? How are they going to learn from the person sitting next to them? What does it all mean? What's the sacrifice yeah. that you need to participate in something like this? And you come out really clear. You come out on the other side and we have tracked how many women have been promoted. Start there. How many women have changed careers? How many women have just been afforded a different type of opportunity? And so we have all of those metrics and that's what we see people come out with. Opportunity, confidence, clarity. Mm -hmm. I think we all want that for ourselves and I often get jealous that these women can do that together. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they're journeying together exactly in building that confidence because I feel like a lot of it coming into that program is maybe that lack of self-advocacy, yeah, um, lack of realization of your potential, mm -hmm. um, and maybe discounting some of that. Yep. And so, assuming it's reaffirmed, mm -hmm. right? With you come in the with questions, you know, that are kind of in the back of your head, those that you voice and those that you don't, mm -hmm. and then hopefully you have a space where you can, and on the other side you come out with more clarity. Yeah, I think it's also about the community, too, because yeah. if we're thinking about leadership, Fortune 500 organizations, mm -hmm. you might be one, the only or one of the only, mm -hmm. right? So now being in a space where 
you are, you know, around like-minded individuals. You mm -hmm. can talk about the, the issues, the struggles that you're experiencing and going through kind of in your um, own life experience, but, but organization and really kind of one, feel affirmed mm -hmm. and like confirmed in that, um, but also see how other women are kind of navigating their spaces as well. That's exactly it. And that's the other continued conversation that the alumni get to have. Because um, it's one thing to make it mm -hmm. to that next level, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to need continued support and continued safe spaces mm -hmm. for conversations about what is it like when you get there yeah. and how do you stay. Yeah. And I think that advocacy piece is a big part of it too. You have like your cheerleaders like championing mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. um, beyond uh, maybe in the program, you know, it's even afterwards, right? I'm assuming, right? Absolutely. And we have companies that have sent women through year after year after year. Nice. So That's if you right. also have that cohort within your own organization, yeah. then somebody really understands your culture. That's a that's a great way, I hope, and source of support to be able to navigate and yeah. and use. Yeah. That's awesome. This has been a great conversation. Yes. I'm loving diving in and really just creating awareness around um, I guess just we're Peeling the onion back just a little bit so far um, around the kind of issues and barriers that women um, maybe may be facing or um, navigating in their workplaces. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, and thank you for listening and tuning in to part one. Stay tuned for next week where we're going to continue the conversation with Mickey around uh, women um, and girls in Texas, but beyond and the, the issues and barriers that they face and navigate. This is 24 Cares, where we help you live a 24-7 commitment 365 days of the year.